Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So far, we have learnt in Bhagavad Gita that this self is immortal, this body is mortal. Body is perishable, self is immortal. The one which seems to be confined in this body is actually not really confined in this body. The consciousness which seems to be confined in this body is actually the same consciousness which is all-pervading. The self which I call myself, you call yourself, she calls herself, is all-pervading universal self. So from that perspective, from the perspective of the greater self, everything is coming out of that greater self and everything is merging into that greater self. So Bhagwan, in the first ten chapters so far, have taught Arjuna that that is the reality, that's the truth, that the one which calls yourself, yourself, or myself, myself, is the self which is all-pervading. It is the cause for all things and beings in this Prakriti. So the Prakriti of plurality comes out of the one singularity called the true self. So that's the basic premise of Bhagavad Gita's teachings, Krishna's teachings to Arjuna. And these teachings obviously has been confirmed previously by the sages who have experienced that self. And Bhagwan has given various examples how to experience that. So as we have discussed last time, the knowledge can be gained through several methods, but the three accepted methods are, one is a direct experience, perception. Seeing is believing. I see and I believe that nobody can shake me from that belief. It is a day outside. Yesterday I was arguing with Medan because it was 7 o'clock. I said, it's time for you to have your dinner because it's night. He said, it's not night. And I said, by 7 o'clock, he said, let me take you. He said, he literally took me to the window and said, do you see outside? What do you see? Do you see moon? I said, no. He said, what do you see? I said, sunny outside. It's not night. Even though we know her dinner time is 7 o'clock. So I eat at night. I said, but there was winter. The night was in winter at 7 o'clock. But now you have to know. Seeing is believing. See, did not believe it's night. So that first method of knowledge is direct experience. Seeing is believing. The next we have seen is inference. Where there is smoke, there is fire. If there is smoke, I can say, there got to be a fire there. And the third is testimony. Somebody comes and tells me, this is what is happening in Richmond. We just heard, somebody fell down. I was not there, but testimony. I, we were there, we saw him falling down. Testimony. So, so far, Bhagwan has given 
two methods, testimony. He has given several people who have testified that this is the truth. Asito, Devalo, Vyasaha, Narad, and now Bhagavan, you yourself is telling me that this is the truth. This is what we heard from Arjuna. The testimony, I, we believe, the, Arjuna comes back and says, I believe that you are the greatest, the self, as the supreme self. You are the, you are the source of all the beings. And you are the resting place of all the beings. The whole prakriti is residing in you. You the self. But how do I see it? He asked that question in last chapter and Bhagavan said, you can start seeing my glories, the glory of the self in anything which is splendid, excellent. So we have seen the 75 various examples. We can continue that for millions of examples. But Bhagavan said that is the proof that the self is existent. Somebody asked Ramon Maharshi, have you seen God? He said, yeah. He said, can you show me God? He said, oh, of course I can. He said, show me. He started moving his finger. He said, can you see it? He said, yeah. So who is moving it? He said, the Bhagwan, God is moving it. If he's not there, finger won't move, he said. He said, that's the proof. This Prakriti exists. He said, who designed it? Did you? He said, no, I didn't. Just like the story in, in Shivaratri. The Linga comes, Vishnu as Brahma. Did you create this? No, I didn't. Vishnu, are you maintaining this? I'm not. So where does it come from? He said, it is self-sustaining. It's, it's on its own. This Prakriti exists without anybody's interference or anybody's efforts. So who created it? we got to be a creator. Because it exists, there got to be an efficient cause and material cause for it, for this universe. So that's the inferences. Because pizza exists in this room, there got to be a pizza maker somewhere in this neighborhood. That pizza maker not only has the knowledge to make pizza, but also the ingredients to make pizza. Those two things are absolutely must to have pizza in this room. Where pizza cannot just materialize by magic. So because this world exists as an effect which you and I can perceive, touch and feel, Bhagavan said, you see that glory, you see that the proof of this cause, both the efficient and material cause in that prakriti. So we have seen the inferences given. But knowledge is never complete till you have personal experience a direct experience. So Arjuna said, I have understood all of that, but I want to see that myself. In its totality. I want to see the self in its totality. I want to experience that self, that form of yours that I would like to see. So I obviously like to see Everything at one time. It is like asking a goldsmith and say, I understand what you are talking about, all the gold and jewelry, but I want to see all the jewelry at the same time. Which is obviously not really a physically possible task. But it can be achieved by changing your perception how you see it. So in any, any piece of gold, you can, say, you can imagine any jewelry you want to imagine in it. 
and they all will be in this gold. So here Arjuna says, I want to see this form where everything is all inclusive. You had been describing this form of the self, which is all pervading, all existing, everlasting. I want to see that. Everything I know in my world, in my perception is perishable, has a beginning and an end. So how do I get convinced that this exists? I want to experience it. In response to that request, Bhagwan says, Okay, if student is sincere and his request is sincere, the teacher has no choice but to find a way to make him experience that. He had been sincerely following Krishna's teachings from chapter 1 through chapter 10 so far. And he has given this assurance that I am very, very convinced that this is the truth, but it will not become my knowledge till I experience it. I need to experience myself. You know, all Swami Chinmananda's experiences and all the Guru's experience, they just remain knowledge for me, a book knowledge for me, till I experience myself, till I am convinced that this is the reality, I cannot really use it. So therefore Arjuna said, I want to experience it. So Bhagavan said, Pasyame Partha Rupani Satasaha Atha Sahastra Saha. He said, okay, if you are ready, then see this. Now see now my form by hundreds and by thousands. Now you are left to your imagination. He likes a Starbucks. How many combinations of coffee you can order at Starbucks? 532 or something like that. Well, you won't be able to. But if you take the permutation combinations of all the ingredients goes into their coffees, it came to some hundreds of combinations. You can order the Starbucks coffee. So if you're going to imagine in piece of gold, if you want to imagine how many different types of jewelries I can make, it will be in millions. As many thoughts you can have. Our problem in my profession is there's no right or wrong. Sometimes we put in a contract that we only three options for your design. Because our options can be infinite. I can keep designing that in various aspects of this for lifetime. Because there is no really fixed thing that this is how a house can be designed, a building can be designed. You change, permutation, combination can continue. That's why we don't design the residential houses, you know. <laughs> Dealing with husband and wife <laughs> as clients, this permutation combination can continue. I want closet slightly larger here. Husband said, no, no, that's not good. I really need my closet to be a little larger. There's a kitchen to be on north and no, 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 kitchen has to be there. Standing kitchen, island kitchen, it can continue till infinity. There's not enough fees to be charged, you know. To cover that cost. So the wise architects like me, we don't get into houses. You know? So Bhagavan says, okay, if you really want to see, by hundreds and thousands, you can see my form. Nana vidhani divyani nana varna akruti nature. Of various forms and colors. That's what you want to see. So be prepared to see hundreds and thousands of variations of colors and forms in me. We can imagine that when we go to some place, any sightseeing, well, there are various ways to look at it. Somebody comes to Richmond, he says, well, have you been to Richmond? I've been to Richmond. So what do you see in Richmond? 
everyone has their different perspective. Somebody only goes to Fan and look at all the historical houses and, and then come back and say that's what Richmond is all about. Somebody goes to museum and, and monument place and there is myriad ways to experience the totality of Richmond. But it's, I want to see everything. Well, you, somebody asked me, how much time do I need? I'm going to India as an American guy. I think you need your lifetime if you really want to. Uh, I, I have only one week. I said, okay. Then you have to limit your what you can experience in India to one week. And then say, what are you interested in? That's all you can see. But here, Arjuna is asking, I want to see in totality. So Bhagavan said, be prepared. What you're going to see. Hundreds and thousands of colors, hundreds and thousands of shapes, and hundreds and thousands of forms. Be prepared for that. And then he says, Pasya Adityan Vasun Rudran Asvinau Marutahatatha. We had been talking about all these Puranic gods and deities and natural phenomena. In Vedic culture, obviously the deities were the ones who were in charge of the natural phenomena. We have 12 Adityas, sons, 12 months of the year. Then we have 8 Vasus, 8 deities in charge of the seasons. As we have discussed, 6 outside seasons. My my internal seasons, you know, joys and sorrows. So there are eight seasons, and they are controller of those. Aswino, two Aswinis, Aswini Kumars. Various ways described in Puranas, either dawn and dusk, or night and day. And then Maruta, there are 49 Marutas we have discussed. Then Rudras, 11 Rudras, I think, or other way around. Says so you are going to see all of them. Not only you will see the various forms and colors and shapes and sizes, but you will also see the controllers of your world. The world which is controlled by these deities, these phenomenal forces, you will see them in this vision. Bahuni Adrushta Purvani Pasyascharyani Bharata And also the things which you have never imagined before, which you have not seen before. These are the things you imagined. These are the things you have seen. You will be seeing, you will be seeing something which is familiar to you. That I have seen this in my world, and I see them in the body of the self. But it's not only that, but you will see something which you have not even imagined before. We go to some place, and we have a preconceived idea about what the place is all about. So we want to see that. So when I came to USA the first time, there was a shock of my life. Because I have very, very simple theory. That all western world is cold and eastern world is hot. India and all that, we have the hot places, you know. And you come to the west, it will be all cold places. So I come to Houston, out of all the places. So Houston has obviously a reverse. It's hot all the time. It is to a point so humid that I never experienced the phenomena of glass fogging. You know. so sitting in a, in an air-conditioned car, and you come out of the car, and suddenly the glass will completely fog. You can't see anything, you know. The glasses are cold, and it's so humid outside. You come out, and your glass will completely fog, you know. I did the same mistake when I went to Iran. So Iran, Middle East is warm. I was living in Nairobi. Nairobi is cold. How difficult that is to be imagined, right? But I landed in 
Iran airport at night at around 2 o'clock. And I had jacket and all. You know, in those days when you travel, international travel, you have to have jacket and all, a suit and tie and everything. You know. Now I go just like I'm going on a, on a beach, you know, when I go to India. So I actually took them out. I said, well, it's going to be hot now once we go there. And they have a taxi driver put in my hotel room. In the morning, I, I had to find that address, whatever I was supposed to go. So I took everything out, had a half sleeve shirt, and came out of the hotel. It was freezing cold, you know. Tehran, if you know, it's in the mountains, actually. It's pretty cold. Then I said, well, it got to get warmer by the noon time. So if I now go back to the hotel and put on my coat and all that, then I'm going to be suffering all day. So let me suffer now. And then at least during the rest of the day I'll be. Well, I didn't realize it's going to be cold all day long. <laughs> so I really suffered through it. So we have a preconceived idea about even Bhagwan what we want to see in him. So Bhagwan Krishna is preparing him. Not only you are going to see what you are familiar with in your world, and all the deities that you have imagined. You have not seen Marutas, you have not seen Vasus, you have not seen Rudras. They are all in you conceptually, you know them. But you will see them. What you conceptualized is what you will be seeing when you go to a new place. You may see that, but you see something more than that. So therefore Bhagavan said, Pasya Adityan Vasun Rudran Asvino Marutas, all the deities from your Vedic and Puranic conceptions, you will see them all. Bahuni Adrishtipurana, and then many which you have not seen them before, never thought about them before, will also see them all. Iha Ekastham Jagat Krishna Pasya Adya Sa Chara Achara. Now here is the operative word. Iha Ekastham. They are gathered, centered in one place. Where? Mama Dehe. In my body. Mama Dehe. Pasya when? Adya. Right now. As I said, if somebody says, I want to go to India and see uh, whole Indian experience, everything in India. How much time Neil do I need? It's your lifetime. I'm an Indian born in India. I've not seen any part of India. So how about you? It will take you a lifetime. He said, well, that's not. I want to experience India right now, right there. But once it's possible, I can do that for you. Iha ekastham jagat krishnam. Jagat krishnam, the entire jagat. Krishnam means whole. Entire, living in anything out. Pasya adya, right now. No time to be wasted here. He can only say that when? When there is no time. When time comes to zero, then only everything can be experienced at the same time. If you wipe out the concept of time from my mind, then only I can see everything at the same time. Murari Bapu gives a very good example which has always stayed with me. He said, how we look at time is, if I am looking at a procession, if a rose parade, and I am stationed in one place, the first plot, when it comes to me, in, in front of me, that's my present. And I see it in my real time, right in front of me. Then the float goes away, it becomes in my past. And the next float comes, which was in my future, now comes in my present. But somebody who has this satellite camera, 
or balloon camera looking at the entire parade at the same time is there a past present and future for that parade for that camera no it's seeing at the same time there is no time for it it's seeing everything at the same time the first float and the last float at the very same time so the time the concept of time is wiped out here not valid for us time is flowing in one direction from future to present to past but once i go higher and higher in my perception all this becomes it is zero perspective point so therefore i said adya you see now because i'm going to wipe out concept of time from your mind iha ekastham jagat krishnam the entire jagat centered in one if i want to show people how great the high rise building is we take a worms eye view and i think that you put a camera at the bottom of the building and shoot it up so you see this building like going infinity that tall building comes to continue so when we sometimes make presentations and there is a there is an argument from a zoning department that your building is too tall so we have to use some techniques to convince the board that our building is not that too tall so first thing you do is find a taller building than ours next to it sometime they put it in context and then our building is shorter the other thing we do is take a bird's eye view in bird's eye view everything looks smaller and i want to see the entire united states in one time how do i see it on the map the map is actually nothing but a bird's eye view of united states so but once i'm take you to a point you will see the entire jagat in bird's eye view you will be seeing at the same time iha ekastham jagat krishnam you are going to be seeing the entire jagat centered into one what happens in a bird's eye view when you're flying in a plane and looking at when you're landing you're looking at the richmond everything becomes one you know there are no neighborhoods now becomes very distinct because the space is not visible from that that point of view to me between the two trees between the two building everything somewhat gets centered in your vision so bhagwan said you will see the entire jagat centered into me so the concept of space is wiped out here the two things separates me from i and the world you and i are separated by space between us and my father and i are separated by time between myself and my father he lived in different era i'm living in this era so only two things create this concept of plurality in my mind one is the space another is time if i can wipe out the time so that i can see the entire thing at the same time the f- procession of my life moving one minute at a time all in one center time and then wipe out this space between the different ingredients of this world then i'll see all at once so bhagwan said i'm going to show you that mama dehe guda kesa yatcha anyat drashtum ichhase and anything else you want to see is a complete freedom not only that you will see everything that you think the world is all about entire jagat as you have perceived but anything else you want to see also you will see in mama dehe in my body 
if self is one everything that you consider the body is his body only this prakriti is nothing but bhagwan's body this the mamade in my self you will see this entire jagat at the same time right now you don't have to take time however natumam sakyase drashtum anenaiva swachakshusa you will not be able to see this with the vision that you have right now our santaram ji is an ophthalmologist has confirmed he testified last time that i does not see he said i can vouch for it that i do not see i can vouch for that my glasses don't see but i can't see without my glasses and the eyes both but the seer is someone behind the eyes and the glasses eyes and glasses are there but the seeing is not happening because the seer is absent in my sleep so that seer has to change its perspective the point of perspective to see it therefore you won't be able to see it the way you have trained yourself to see this world you will not be able to see the totality you have trained yourself from your birth to see this world through the eyes of space and time once you change that then only you will be able to see it. we went to lure cavern one time first time we went there there was a guide and guide will walk you around you see a little forest and so oh, that's a village the where he said that's a village then he explains you know he how the formation here the houses and here is the fall and oh okay i, I now see it i now see it then he walks and says here is a waterfall where is waterfall right right here so you know. second time we went after many years we are obviously some visitors we took them and so oh, it's so wonderful you will you will enjoy it well the the guides were not available that day they have changed the system now because they don't have the guide who is walking around with you they give you these headphones well the headphones were not working that day so we took them around oh, we couldn't find the village we couldn't find the fall we couldn't find anything you know because you just enjoy just like we do you know all we saw that all calcites or whatever the formation things they came out why you you guys were telling us that there are all this various things that <laughs> yeah but the guide is not there you know to make us see what because we don't have the eye to see that i'm an architect i'm always baffled by picasso's you know all this popularity we had been through picasso exhibitions so many times and i really worked very hard to figure out why he was considered a genius you know and i came to the conclusion he couldn't draw the regular pictures <laughs> so he has to make do with whatever he can doodle with but he was a great salesman so he sold people that this is the real art you know that's not the real art it looks so real but the people who see art in it for them they spend hours and hours explaining one little piece of picasso you know they have different vision so bhagwan said you won't be able to see this with your own divyam dadami te chakshu i'm going to change your point of your perspective pasyame yogam aishwaram to see my this splendid yoga the splendid yoga is one which appears many in this world is a splendid yoga now i'm going to make all this many into one for you 
to see that you have to have a different vision we can see the same thing as individual many many times you know we have argument among ourselves who hindu center is doing that then finally ask who is hindu center chinmaya mission is doing that right? who is chinmaya mission is it all the people in chinmaya mission i said but which particular one is the chinmaya mission is there no no one is chinmaya mission that's the when you say chinmaya mission is doing that how do you say that is a collectively when i see chinmaya mission with the one reason then i can say chinmaya mission is doing it but a one person's actions in the mission cannot be chinmaya mission's actions but we try to find the global perspective in one person's view and that where we are failing so bhagwan said i have to change your perspective you need to start seeing it from a totality's point of view not from an individual's point of view then you will be able to see it we'll stop right here Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhag Bhave Om Shantihi Shantihi शांति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ